Welcome to Drips of Consciousness. I am Crystal Crawford, and you are invited to a completely different world where my epiphanies in consciousness could change everything for you. I did a Facebook Live this morning on this topic, but not all of you were there, and I think it's worth a conversation. And it's this topic of us thinking that we're God. Now, here's what I mean by that. (laughs) I spent most of my life very unconsciously knowing, not even thinking, but like it's a fact that I am responsible for everybody else's choices in regards to my choices, right? So, I mean, if you look at the reasons why you don't choose certain things, like I don't want to be seen because... Look at what you put in place there, right? Like, I don't want to be seen because I don't want to be judged. Or I don't want to rock the boat in my family. And then because fill in the because for yourself. Why don't you want to rock the boat? Because that person will leave. That person will be mad. Um, we've already pre-decided that we are God. And we are responsible for what other people choose in reaction to what we choose. And it's like so ingrained that... It's not a thinking thing. It's just a, it's an automatic pilot. It's just a fact, right? It's just a fact that we are God. And I had a personal situation in my life with, a, with our little one that I, I, I had to face, you know, in the last 24 hours. And it's this thing of that even... Even six-year-olds have choice, you know? Even almost seven-year-olds have choice. And we've been, as a, as a team, as a parenting team, my partner and I have been creating a very, very different environment, a different reality in our house than she has in her house. And it's, it's just totally different. And she spends about 95% of her time at this other house and about, you know, 5% at our house. So, so most of her influence is this other reality. Um, but the thing is her realities were a lot more similar before I came into the picture. So, and this is the thing about you, um, and me is that when we get into situations, we change them. So before me, you know, her dad really did used to revolve completely around her, but not in a way even that really worked for him. It was just trying to keep her happy, trying to find what would make her happy, Um, you know, doing things that he didn't really want to do, but he would do because happiness or her show of happiness, the appearance of happiness. And, you know, as he and I have been together and I've added my flavor to the mix, um, I'm just very different. I function different with myself. I function different with people and kids. And, you know, I've been way more about I totally get that you want that, but this is what's available now. And, you know, what else is possible? And way more about empowering her to self-soothe, basically. She's seven, so we're not talking about leaving her crying in her crib, but like, you know, empower her to, to create her own reality while she's here. And she really likes things in a certain way and gets very demanding that they be that way. And, well, they aren't that way anymore. And so everything's different. And that difference is inviting her to something different. And right now, what she's choosing is a lot of uh, separation and rejection, and she's leaving. And last night, she discovered that she could call her mom if we wouldn't give her pizza. 
And I'm, I'm just, I'm watching all this take place. And I, and the reason I want to have this conversation with, with you guys is that it was, it's been very easy, especially with her because she's so little still to slip into the distractor implant reality, which is the blame and the shame and the guilt. And she's incredibly good at using those distractor implants to make us feel that, I mean, to incite that feeling in people. And that's, I mean, that's probably true of all kids. I've heard that all kids are great manipulators, right? But she's very good at using those energies. And the thing is that a lot of those energies still play into, for both of us differently, because he's her dad and I've come into her life in the last year, but they still play into some of these weaker spots in both of our beings that go, well, maybe I should have done that differently. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I am neglecting her because I won't buy her pizza and instead she's got all this other food, right? But this is a little one who is always looking for what's not there. You know, she's always looking for what she doesn't have and never, there's no, there's no gratitude in her world for what she does have and her world is so wealthy. So, there's just a few things about this that I, I want to state as something that I'm discovering and see if any of this might ring true for you. And, and it's a couple of things. And that is, you know, people, people choose from when they're little, they choose and create their reality. And it's, if you use, you can use that to make yourself wrong and find out where you're wrong as a parent, as a step-parent, as a person, as a person in the relationship. You can use their choices to, f- to prove the fact of your wrongness. Or you can start to wonder about that and wonder if that's maybe not your brightest choice. Maybe, is it possible that maybe you're not wrong? That other people's choices aren't proof of that you're wrong, that you're not actually God, and you don't craft and and create their choices in response to your choices. They actually have total choice. And I think probably I didn't want to face this for a really long time because it, it doesn't make me happy all the time, right? I don't feel particularly happy that Luna's choosing what she's choosing. I I wish I could make that different but I'm also not willing to give me up anymore and Andres isn't willing to give him up anymore and it didn't work for us to have pizza last night for a variety of reasons and we had all this other food available right and it's 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 a little thing but the way she responds to these things isn't little and we are aware of a future she's creating for herself with the way she treats people and the way she's responding to things. And that's the thing we are seeking to give her space to choose something different around. And right now she's choosing to leave and reject and feel rejected and all that other crazy stuff, which isn't what's happening, but that is what she's choosing. And that's the thing is when you start to choose what works for you and you really start to include you and you start to like get that, everybody's got choice, including you, that not everybody will respond favorably, including little ones. In fact, they might fight and fuss and reject and leave. But what would you, who or what 
have you been unwilling to lose that if you were willing to lose them, just willing, would give you all of you and would also give them a totally different space of possibilities to choose from and as. I can't see the future exactly. I can't see the future in um, a defined way with her. I do get that we are driving a wedge into a very reinforced reality of separation and rejection that she's learned. We're driving a wedge of choice into that. And now we get to see how it plays out. Now we get to stay present, choose again, choose in every 10 seconds, um, stay present with and for her, and stay present with and for us, everybody's included, and be there, and just be there. Not leave her, not reject, not separate, just but be present in our choices and allow her to be present with her choices and keep choosing. And that right there is the antidote to feeling like you're God and you have the power over what everybody else chooses. And to be honest, this is really, this conversation is the 10 keys to total freedom in, in action. And so that's a book and you can find it on my website um, by Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. That's, and it is the keys to freedom. You have a new choice in every 10 seconds. If nothing was significant, what would you choose? And, you know, be the question of what else is possible here that we haven't considered and what else is possible for me and what else is possible for this and what can I choose that's different and if I didn't wasn't judging her or me as wrong what would be available here we have and are the power for a totally different reality and it won't necessarily always show up as unicorns and rainbows but it will be different and that's my big demand of myself and I wonder I wonder what you are, what gift you are, what you are the source of, that you can be even more by including you in your world and not looking for the wrongness of you in what everybody else chooses. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast.